Hello everyone, welcome back to another mini-sode of the High Rollers, where we aren't at Juneteenth yet, but this is essentially the uh, third act of all of the content coming out for that meetup, before it. And this is the second talk, uh, the second admin I've been talking to from Black Coaster Society, and that is Pay. Now, I don't know if you want to go by your full name, but we just call him Pay. And I think that's cool, honestly. <laughs> pay or Pay from the A is fine. Or Most people don't know my real name, but it's Lar Pedras. But um, I just go by Pay or Pay from the A. Uh, and thank you for being on here. I said it before, but I'll say it again. Cause, Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I get to learn a little more. Because, I mean... I know a little bit. I know you and your Lord Vader in the chat with Intamin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I kind of made that up just just to kind of um, troll everybody, just to make fun. But it's nothing serious. Oh, I just obviously. I just like doing it. And that's what I love about that's what also I love about the uh, Black Hole Society is you can poke prod, but everyone knows it's all good and fun because this yeah. hobby is silly. We like coasters. We're talking about coasters. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, getting into it, I guess. How did you even get into the hobby? How did you become an enthusiast? Strangely enough, um, myself, like a lot of other enthusiasts, worked at an amusement park as a teen. Um, I worked at Six Flags over Georgia. I'm dating myself, but I worked at Six Flags over Georgia from 1984 until uh, the summer of 1989 when I graduated high school. Oh, wow. And um, during that time, I actually wasn't fortunate enough to work uh, on rides at the time. You know, um, I just worked in foods, but I was, you know, happy to be in the park atmosphere. I rode coasters a little bit, but back then you know they would have like employee nights where they ha may have one section open maybe one coast and let us ride mm -hmm. and so i would ride but i wasn't uh very very um courageous so um you know sometimes they would have the coasters open the screen machine or the mind bender and i guess both of those were actually like my first grown-up coasters but um i didn't really start riding and becoming an enthusiast until the year 2019, which is about five, four or five years ago, when I um, went to Carowinds because I got tired of riding all the rides at Six Flags over and over again. Mm -hmm. So I went and um, I had challenged myself to ride Fury because I had been to Carowinds several times and um, never got on Fury. And uh, once I got on, I got to the top. And um, just to say, I'm actually afraid of heights i'm acrophobic and oh, um i am too. yeah so it's like it's the craziest thing that we even ride roller coasters but uh <laughs> there i was at the top of furious lift hill and before anything happened my hands just automatically went up mm -hmm. i think once i hit that first bank turn and went past where it takes your picture and it kind of uh, slides over to the left a little bit at that moment, I was like, I am so mad at myself <laughs> exactly. for not doing this sooner. And man, anyway, to, to make a long story short, 
they had to basically pull me off of Fury that day because you <laughs> I, could, get away. I, I could not stop riding it. So would you say Fury is still one of your favorites till this day? It is, um, but of course, as roller coasters progress and as you go and ride more coasters, what you like, you mm-hmm. kind of hone yourself in on it. And um, I've come to understand that I like rides that are nonstop. I don't like mid-course brake runs. I don't like extra trim brakes. Yep. So rides that have those types of things, they kind of turn me off. And um, Fury was my number one for the longest, but um, it's actually fallen to, like, number four at this point because of that helix that it has. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. I was having a discussion on Hollywood Nights about I-305. Okay, you know me without 305, okay? But I was having a discussion, and he was saying I-305 is shit. I'm like, how are you going to say that? He's a 325 shits on it. He says it has a lull at the end. I'm like, you're telling me that he looks to you right in the smack dab in the middle of the ride? It's not a lull to you? Yeah, it feels like it's taking forever. Yeah, I'm like, the only thing, only thrill I'm getting is if I'm on the right side and I can potentially, I'm not going to, but it looks like I can smack the coaster support. But That's about it. Otherwise, Fury is still, it's still phenomenal. So. Yeah, that drop is never ending. It's world class. It, it really is. Absolutely. Um, So from there, you said that was, it was basically over. You were just, you had to go to. Yeah, I got, yeah, I started getting in the car or getting on a plane and, you know, I had to go ride coasters and I've been doing it ever since. That's literally like ever since I got back and I'm looking, I'm like, all my money really is going towards this shit now, huh? I know. It's crazy. (laughs) It's like, I'm not mad. It's like, it's just funny. My, like, my hobbies literally are being a coaster enthusiast now. Like, that's what my priorities are. And I wouldn't have it any other way, honestly. I think it's the benefit of traveling, though. Like, I get to see new places. All that stuff. Road yeah, trip. I absolutely. I, I don't mind. I love road trips. I like to drive, so I'll get in the car. And if it's a coaster at the end of it, that's even better. <laughs> it's like gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, I guess, how did you get into Black Coastal Society, man? How did you become an admin and the importance of it to you? I actually was in another coastal group previously, and I had become an admin because I like to start conversations and talk to people about roller coasters, whether I'm at the park or, um, you know, on on any of the social media platforms. I like to ask people questions and see how they feel about coasters or um, make fun of coasters that are kind of commonly, you know, made fun of Mm -hmm. just the same old stuff and um, get people's opinions about new coasters that they've ridden and, um, it's all exciting to me. I like to just get the other experience. I I love to ride somebody or ride with someone on a ride that they haven't written before that I've written to see their reaction and compare mm-hmm. it to mine. Um, so it, it, it um you know I I was definitely a person that sparked conversation, and um when someone told me about 
the smaller family size, you know, uh, group that had a little bit more of a family atmosphere, I decided it was a better fit for me. And that's really what was the pull for me, too. Like, this family atmosphere that we have in the chat and when we're together, I love that. I, I've i been to quite a few different groups, and there's some that I love, you know. But the, the, the brotherhood and sisterhood here is unmatched to me. I definitely enjoy everybody, um, you know, and just like family, you're going to have little little spots and squats, but it's nothing that ever lingers, you know, everybody gets back on and chats and talks things out and get mm -hmm. past it, and, and that's what, you know, that's what families do, so it's pretty much the same type of situation. Uh, so... I guess you would say that's what that's what really kept you in it all too. <laughs> yeah, I've actually been in in this one longer than I was the other one. So, and I've definitely have done more meetups. Um, I've done probably five or six meetups, and I think this week will be the sixth meetup uh, with Black Coastal Society, and I've enjoyed every single one of them. And I was saying after the last one, I could not wait for this one and it already feels it's crazy how it's already been over a month since that whole like man summer season we're already it's already almost 4th of July <laughs> I know I know it's halfway in the middle of summer uh, I mean I know I did my trips early but I, I gotta get out of a few more new parks I'm getting <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get a lot. I, this hasn't been a credit-rich year for me. I've kind of backtracked and gone to some places I've already been to, but I was fortunate enough sprinkling a few coastal credits and um, a few new coasters that opened. So mm -hmm. I've gotten a few credits this year, but um, it's the last two years prior. I got way more, and I'm currently at 84, which is not a huge number, but for someone that just started riding a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. It's pretty say. good. Yeah, when did so what year exactly did you actually I guess begin riding, you would say? Yeah, um it was June nineteenth, twenty nineteen is when I rode Fury and I actually have a picture from that very first ride, you know, the on ride photo. Mm -hmm. And um it basically is capturing the moment when I became an enthusiast. Wow. That's Literally perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I shared it with the group at one point and told them, I said, hey, this is the moment I, I became a person that wanted to ride coasters as much as can, um, as, you know, as often as I can. And I don't know, it's like a form of therapy, but it's also conquering fears. And then, and then the other part of it that comes into play now is that you know, it's a brother and sisterhood. It's with people that are like-minded and, you know, enjoy the science and the, the mechanics of the roller coasters and, you know, theme park rides in general. And we are excited about that aspect <laughs> of it as well as riding it and, you know, learning the difference between how different manufacturers rise, ride, and 
and poking fun sometimes at those things too. <laughs> but um, it's it's just a really really exciting hobby. It's a fun hobby, and um, it keeps you meeting meeting fun people and getting out doing fun things. And I think that's what you should try to do as much as you can in life. Exactly, and uh, you know, I feel like I fell into the trap of in my early twenties. I was just, I mean, I feel like there's this culture for kids that were around my age where you had to be trying to do something immediately right outside of like in your early 20s if you already aren't setting up for your career, uh, your failure. And I fell into that trap. And I mean, where I'm at now, sure, it it is nice to... I have some sort of, I guess, cushion, right? But being able to live and travel and meet people, I was not be able to do that. I was stuck grinding and stuck in studying. And so that's, that's, that's still all part of that now because of these certifications I have to get. Jesus Christ. But the fact of the matter is, the fact I, I like you said, it is a form of therapy. Like being, it's helped me break out of my introverted shell. Because I used to just, only want to stay inside and you know i guess i would you know i game so i would talk to especially multiplayer game i'll be i'll be yapping in the chat but i'll be talking to people but it's not the same as that physical interaction absolutely so being able to do that these past two years and then like you said the people i have met i am forever grateful because i think so there are some of the most dope people uh and most homey people I have ever met in a, in a long time. So, yeah, and um, we did a impromptu episode of um, "Loving Roller Coasters Hip Hop Edition." <laughs> <laughs> I said oh, that all, <laughs> but no, uh, really yeah, we did, all went away to a cabin, and uh, it was ten people that didn't really know each other in that regard. You know, as far as sleeping under the same roof, and mm-hmm. we pulled it off. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was the first time I'd met a lot of y'all. I mean, and that was, and really, I started getting into the chat because Willa had added me, but I recently started getting into the chat because I was like, let me actually communicate with the, because there are, I saw all these chats and like they're actually talking amongst each other. And I do not see that with any, there's one other group potentially, but Black Coat Society is the main mm-hmm. one every single night. There's like multiple calls, multiple discussions. Yeah, I really do appreciate that. So yeah, I think the importance of BCS is like really it, it, they they turn they turns my day into a better day when I look in the chat. So yeah, it's it's a wonderful thing. It's unique. Yeah. Uh, so the Juneteenth meetup, though, the second annual meetup of Black Coastal Society. Man. I'm excited. Oh, I am. It's gonna be a fun few days. I am so excited. I'm getting in uh, Thursday night, but basically Friday at midnight. I'm going right there, and I. It's gonna be hard to sleep knowing the area is gonna be right there. But, uh, <laughs> and I'll be able to compare road cap. On that ride. Oh. Sh- I already saw Snook's expression, so I was like, and me and him have pretty similar tastes, so. Yeah. 
Well, being that I've written it over 200 times now, and I still absolutely enjoy every single ride, um, it's a good, it's a really, really phenomenal coaster. And, and it's, I, I just don't think RMC can miss right now. That's what I was saying. They've been. Yeah, I think they found the sauce, and you know they got some people in there that really, really know how to make a good coaster, or they maximize whatever it is they get to work with. They're maximizing every single structure that they, yep. you know, have to go in and redo and do their eyebox treatment on, or, um, and now we've seen with Aerie, when they get a chance to go from ground up, they really go bananas. Like, they uh, try to break your legs, <laughs> apparently. It's starting with the shins and thighs. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you think I'm kidding? I, I really might have to stop at Dick's real quick and get me yeah. some football pants. Right yeah, I my saw feet. your combat outfit. <laughs> I'm saying I took coming here in full on gear, like <laughs> yeah, all your coaster combat gear with shin guards and all, oh, thigh pads. You ready? You might be ready for every. <laughs> and it's crazy because of how it. I mean, Six Flags Over Georgia. People already looked at it pretty highly, but the fact of the like that this year alone, this ride opens and then people spend, you know half their day at Six Flags and then finish it at Aerie is just insane to me. It really speaks to how highly ranked that ride probably is for a lot of people because the fact that there's all those coasters there still, like, I get it's probably, it's Twisted and Goliath and maybe something else if you really like it. Mm -hmm. But still, you have coasters there and people are staying over at a family entertainment center for a coaster. It's just, yeah. I think that speaks enough to the elite status of the ride. Yeah, it's definitely a, a fun weekend spot. Um, I'm hoping they get better during the week, but it's definitely a weekend spot. Fridays and Saturday nights have a definite little energy to them. So when you go down on like a random weeknight, how late do they stay open and all that? They open the tent every night, even on uh, weekends. Yeah, okay. um, Six Flags generally closes at eight. Okay. So no riot, no night rides on Goliath until Fright Fest, basically. Well, that's kind of, it's kind of whack. Yeah, because you know it doesn't get dark here until like a little after nine o'clock during the height of the summer season. But you definitely get at least an hour's worth of night rides on the area if you're there. Man, and RMCs, after they've been running all day, they're just, it's a night and day experience. Literally. It definitely <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, the RMCs are one of the few rides where you ride them in the morning. Uh, I could see where people will say a ride is mid, potentially, but then mm -hmm. you go literally even three to four hours later. And it's already picked up so much pace. I don't know what they do with the rides. They look cartoonishly fast. They like, do. pacing. They don't look like... Like, it looks like the rides you would see in the back of a cartoon when they, like, have it going by <laughs> real fast. Like, that's what they look like. They don't... They yes, do not animation. Look, 
Yeah, they look like animated rides. Like, they just... I so swear to this day, still Wonder Woman Golden Lasso Coaster looks like animation in live, <laughs> live in person, or we watch it on video. <laughs> it, yeah, it looks, looks like animation. Yeah, I'm looking at CGI. Like, yeah, how fast it's going. <laughs> no, for real, especially like, especially those models, the first gen single rails. Like, I think those. That's when the pacing, because even Stunt Pilot. Cause that's technically a clone of the other ones, but apparently that one is a tad bit not as insane as Railblazer and Golden Lasso Coaster. Yeah, from what I understand, they profiled it just slightly less aggressively. I, I would, I would say. Man, I hope a park asks for a really aggressive one of the future, though. They say, "Hey, we like that." <laughs> you know? Well, that. Well, let me tell you, I don't know how long they're gonna be smooth because I will rode uh, Wonder Woman. Golden Lasso, maybe three years after it opened. And it was a bit on the janky side. Yeah, and that was three years. And right now, apparently, it's a year. Like, that's why whenever I see it high up in people's rankings, I, I ask, I'm like, so, when did you ride the last? 2017? <laughs> 2019? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think the size of the wheels and the, the train car is probably not I wouldn't think it's very expensive because the ride itself is not that expensive. And I don't think they're going to wear well. I'm kind of afraid for them, to be honest, at a place where they run them all the time. So, cool fact from when RC was in the backstage tour uh, for um, for the Magic Mountain. Uh, they were at a... It was the Buzz Bars Straight Out of Stumbles meetup this year. Uh, apparently, those... RMC trains are very complex on the Raptors. And I don't know if it was just the B&M, or, or excuse me, the Six Flags uh, Magic Mountain maintenance workers. I, I, I honestly heard they were great, especially with how they got Twisted Colossus up when it was supposedly down and they fixed the problem, got our ERT for them. But apparently those trains are more complex than the B&M trains that they mess with in the same park. Mm. Just to, like, maintain them and... Even sometimes changing simple stuff, it's you got to take a lot apart just to get to what you need to do. Yeah, I found that very interesting. Honestly, I didn't know that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that just by looking at it. <laughs> now I'm wondering. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you said we we're already talking about how it looks like a toy. Like, oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I, I was saying joking. I'm like, it looks like Fisher Price almost. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, very cartoonish. Like, you could slap Mattel on their Hot Wheels, and it would be very well-themed, almost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a throwback now. You got me looking back when I was collecting Hot Wheels cars now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I had a bunch of Hot Wheels. Yeah, um, have you heard about that, uh, Mattel Adventure Park in, I think it's Arizona, they're opening it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, they've been, uh, yeah. unfortunately, they've been kind of just sitting on their, on their ass like Codaland too, so. <laughs> yeah, I heard both their coasters got delayed. Yeah. And we'll have to see, because I'm an F1 fan. I've said about this on the cast, but I would love to see a race and ride rides in the same weekend. That would be incredible. Well, it sounds like they got you covered. 
Well, if, if, if they ever get it open. Yeah, unless they bamboozled me because they just wanted <laughs> investors to get in. Throwing around all these false claims. Because that's, honestly, that's kind of what it seems like it's happening with some of these uh, parks and random, you know, stuff. Like, they'll just throw out all these animations, all these ideas, but I don't know if they really think that far ahead for the long term, whether or not, all right, if we don't get investors, <laughs> is this actually going to happen? Are we going to have any sort of funds to build this? Yeah, it's it's always a gamble to start a park. It's always a gamble to invest in a park that mm-hmm. hadn't had investments before. So definitely got to weigh your options. I mean, I, those people paid the big money for a reason. Yeah, and it makes me think of Lost Island too, which uh, I will shout them out as much as I can because apparently that is a fantastic park and it should not be good as it is. Apparently, it punches so far above his weight, and they finally reached a thousand. Yeah, they finally reached a thousand guests for the first time. Uh, they've been open since last year. So, mm-hmm. if y'all can get to Waterloo, Iowa, <clears throat> I know it's so far off. Like, like I said before, it's a it's a side quest just to get to some of these parks. But mm-hmm. yeah, that park apparently is a gem because it it has like original IPs and original lore. And as soon as I heard that, I was sold. Because we do not get that in parks anymore. That always has to be some sort of reason or uh, some IP that people already know beforehand. So I really like delving into that, uh, to a park's lore. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely good when the park has got unique theming. And and I guess that's kind of why Dollywood is a little bit different from some of the... Oh, yeah. The Cedar Fair and Six Flags parks. Um, I haven't been. Uh, yeah, yeah, they try. They try. Like this is like recently, I guess. Um, I will say, um, I will. I was not so impressed with Carowinds area, but apparently, I was not there when they actually opened everything. So, yeah, that was just two flats though. I don't know. I think that park has it does definitely have potential, and I like oh, the fact does. that they have a lot of flats. That means they keep some people off the coasters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the reason why I'll be saying we need flats and more flats in these parks. Cause yeah. I like flat rides, and uh, a few of them. And they'll uh, keep more rides will open up lanes in the park. So even when it is a little bit more packed, I don't mind waiting fifteen minutes. As long as, you know, every line is and it's not I can walk through the <laughs> through the midway without an issue. <clears throat> um, but yeah, with Juneteenth meetup. Um <laughs> Yeah, we I mean, like I said before, tens will happen. <laughs> Literally, uh that is kinda what this cast even is, it's just a big old tangent. But uh this is the second annual meetup for Black Coast Society. Uh, is this the first one? Is this the first official like for the annual that you've gone to? Yeah, I've um been in the group since November of last year, so this will be my first anniversary uh, meetup with with BCS. Yeah, um, technically, the, I didn't even know the Dollywood one was a mini one, but that one felt. More official than it should have, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 
it ended up being a, a large group. I think a lot of people liked the idea of the cabin and stuff, and it kind of made people want to go. Oh, we got to do that again, maybe potentially. Absolutely. <clears throat> I had a blast. Um, and, yeah, so this is important because I know there's even going to be more than just Black Horse Society there. But, obviously, we are a melanin colored, and you heard that before with the Lauren episode, but we obviously have a different Independence Day. And we're highlighting that with the fact that we love coasters and celebrating it together on the weekend. So, and Black Society, obviously we highlight uh, the black, um, the colored side, but we, anyone can join and celebrate, you know, what this means and what we're pushing for, you know, and that's just to recognize there are, you know, people that did feel uncomfortable or not heard, you know, there is a group of people you know, there, if they feel alienated in that sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a place where um, diversity is embraced. And um, although it is a group geared towards minorities, um, and, and especially um, African Americans, but, you know, we're open to all people joining the group, and um, you know, it's something that we're looking at doing down the line and and I'm and I definitely welcome it. I have all types of friends of all walks of life, all different colors and races, mm-hmm. what, what have you. Um, so I don't mind anybody um, being around me as long as you're riding coasters and, and being happy and being positive. Um, doesn't matter about any of the other things. Yep, that's and that's the reason why we're doing it. It's gonna be sick. I know. What is the other group that's gonna be there? Is it Bluesius as well? Yes. Yeah, airtime. Yeah. Group. I'm gonna make sure that was correct. So that's gonna be a fun. This weekend's gonna be great. <laughs> like, yeah. I kind of want Like, I know I'm riding Wildcat tomorrow, but I just want to skip to Friday and Saturday. Honestly. <laughs> Look at you. You ride Wildcat tomorrow? Yeah, it was super. Super, oh, uh, you're gonna be an A1 celebrity, you and Keith, because you, you all will both have ridden the newest RMC, yes. And I'm literally riding, so I'm riding Wildcat tomorrow and I'm riding Airy Force on Friday, so they'll, they'll be fresh. I'll be able to compare right then and there. I tell you, they're very different. Oh, I yeah. know they're different, I, I, and that's one thing I will commend to RMC because that was their biggest complaint, and they fixed that quick, apparently. Because people, uh, you know, me and B&M, all right, where I, at this point I say they're AI generated, uh, <laughs> but people were starting to say that after Steve. All right. I'm going to have to bring my buddy out. <laughs> I think you want to meet Doc tonight in this interview. There's <laughs> a Death Star. See, the thing is. Yeah, I he's the ultimate B&M fanboy, and I think you're going to get him to come out in a little bit. The thing is, I'll be the moon will be right behind Intimidator sometimes, and I swear I, I need to catch it because it'd be looking like the Death Star. <laughs> I'll be like, "You're watching over Intimidator. You're tr- you're you're just asking for it to act up, you know." <laughs> we'll shut it down. We will shoot it down. <laughs> shut it down. Uh, so now we're getting to some of the fun here. So, what are some of your favorite parks? you've been to. Um, it could be any I part. Now, I would actually say 
I can't say it's a tie because I've been to Bush Gardens Tampa more than I have Kings Island. But those two parks, to me, stand out because of their coastal lineup and the variety of of coastal types. Um, they give you a bunch of different coastal types, and it's I love the variety. You got launches, dives, then Kings Island got inverts with so many loops that you can't tell what it's doing other than just going upside down. Um, and then Mystic Timbers is, mm. gosh, it's one of my favorite coasters. Not that, not favorite Woody's. It's one of my favorite coasters, period. I've, I've been hearing um, that recently, man. Like, yeah. people have it so high. And I, I, as a wooden coaster fan, I need that in my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fan of GCI, but um, their early creations, you yeah. know, are yeah. definitely um, rough. Um, very rough. <laughs> Aurora <laughs> at Six Flags America. Go ahead and yeah. look up Swaggy Thrills Six Flags America. Uh, uh, what was it? Was it? Uh, when did we? Yeah, go? it was Will's birthday vlog. Okay, so yeah, look up April twenty twenty three Swaggy Thrills Six Flags America, and you will see Pay's flat one note response to that ride. <laughs> <laughs> And it wasn't ouch. It should. It could have been ouch, but it wasn't. No, it's it's a little better than ouch. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little bit more explicitory. <laughs> Explosive. Excuse me. I didn't know it was a kids show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blues Clues is next on the programming. So yeah, I, 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 I wasn't made aware until after the show had wrapped. Oh, <laughs> uh, but so you say, you would say the Ohio parks like Cedar Point, Kings Island. Well, um, I may have my car snatched when I say this, but I haven't been to Cedar Point yet. Oh, I know. Yeah, we gotta my go. Car. I mean, you're going yeah, to 2024. I'm definitely right? looking at going. Yeah, I gotta go 2024. If I don't try to, if somehow another hook and crook, I don't make it this year, definitely gotta go in 2024. It definitely has to happen. I mean, I can definitely see a meetup happening there in general. Although I really, really like Kings Island, and I don't know. I look at the lineups. I know I haven't been there, but how can it be much better? <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, um, the ride, like the top three, there is like, mm, like. But the thing is, everyone's top three there is different. So that's how you know the, the lineup generally is good. Because you hear people obviously have Steve and Maverick, but then the third is always different. Always. Yeah. For me, it's Magnum. Because, you know, I, it, well, it's one of the only heroes that does jank well, in my opinion. Yeah, I haven't been, I haven't been on too many of those. Um, but I do really love... Um, Tennessee Tornado and Dollywood. That's a very, very good arrow, but I understand that was one of the better arrows as mm. far as profiling. So I'm not sure how much I would have enjoyed the others. Yeah, I I obviously can recommend Cedar Point. Can't recommend it enough. Um, recently, they've been taking a little bit of a hit because of staffing, which every park, apparently, is having that right now. But... Mm-hmm. 
even if you can find a day where it's not too bad, which is kind of hard nowadays because it's so popular, you will not be disappointed. Their lineup and even the atmosphere. I think it does like the amusement park experience so well. And some people don't, you know, they'll say that they are underwhelmed with Cedar Point's like atmosphere, but I, and I can get that because it's a very authentic amusement park like experience. But it, that's kind of the charm of it. I don't know. Yeah, I would probably eat it up. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, every coast you're going up, you're surrounded by some of the best views, in my opinion, because you're just surrounded by Lake Erie. Yeah. Sure, that backdrop helps. Uh, so, I asked this for Lord. Let me ask this for you now. What is your top five roller coasters that you have ridden? Um, number one is Gwazi. Great choice. You, you, you see my two, uh, shrine yeah. over my desk earlier? On <laughs> 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 the blueprints and the flag. I just need the nano coaster now. Sure, know. yeah, I see it. <laughs> well, I, that ride is fantastic. Oh. Uh, number two would be Velocicoaster. Very good choice. Full experience uh, ride. Number three right now is down the street. Oh. Air Force One. Man, see, I, I know the feeling, though, of having a ride that you love that much that close because Intimidator is like that for me. Yeah, and I mean, that that um, ranking may be warped, but I've been hearing people um, say that they actually enjoy Air better than Iron Gwazi, a couple different... Um, Pretty famous enthusiast. But um I digress. Um number <laughs> four <laughs> He's he's just saying to go ride Aerie because uh, uh Yeah. It's literally a world class coaster sitting in Atlanta. Just waiting and for enthusiasts yeah, to ride. I'm just there riding it by myself sometimes. Literally. Um number four is Fury. Okay. And number five. Oh my God, I forgot what number five is at this point. Because, yeah, I just had a change of heart with. Um, I have to look at my list. Um, number five. Honestly. For me, it's hard to even settle. On yeah, it is. Um, I had lightning rod there, but I was so disappointed with it this last trip. So, yeah, it's not there. No, you got to um, place with Thunderhead then. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if I would put Thunderhead that high. But I really do like Thunderhead a lot. Um. I guess I would have to say Mystic Timbers. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, for how much you were saying, how much you love that ride. And yeah. And you go to Because I was thinking about what parks I've been to and all the coasters that were the best to me out of those parks. And, of course, I missed um, the Intamin when um, I was at Six Flags America was not open. Uh, and then I was, of course, um, rushed to ride the GCI that should not have been open. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I paid dearly for it. 
Now, I'm really upset y'all didn't ride the actual good wooden coaster right across. Wild one. But they did. I was out of commission. My shoulder <laughs> was throbbing afterward. I had to go sit down for about an hour and a half. The only thing I rode after that was the Raging Cajun. And you had to go to sit down and. And then I was drunk flight. after that because we spun like 21 times. <laughs> yeah, I, I was about to say, like, Raging Cajun, honestly, is one of the. Like, I don't know what they do to those brakes on those trains for spinning. But uh, that is one of the most craziest spinning coaches I've been on. Yeah, I didn't expect that to spin that much and not that fast either. But it was definitely uh, an experience. But, yeah, I did take a couple of steps in the wrong direction after I stepped <laughs> off. Yeah, the operators, y'all need, nope, wrong side, wrong side. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, and what sucks is that you're spinning, you're sitting there, you're going to take in the atmosphere, but you're at Six Flags America. <laughs> <laughs> like it's one of my home parts, but I'm 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 gonna be completely real here. Like, yeah, uh, it it wasn't the best representation, and I actually used to live. I actually got two tickets on the two o two, I believe it is, um, neighboring highway to that park because I used to live in Bowie for about oh, a wow. year and a half. And um, yeah, I got two two red light tickets at the intersection there of. The street that um I think I forgot it was it Largo or whatnot, but that street and the two oh two to come from Bowie. Um and it's not maybe not two oh two, but anyway, I got two tickets very close to the park. Mm -hmm. I never went to the park. I went to the community college across the street from the park. I never went to the park. Uh, and when, uh what year was this? Um, it was 2010 to 2012. Oh, honestly, that was probably the better years of the park. <laughs> mm. Like, I think, I'm trying to think, because that's when they just, or, yeah, that's when they just changed, I think, Apocalypse to Firebird. And at least they were running mm -hmm. still two trains on Superman, and Batwing was somewhat not as much of a unicorn as it is now. Did you guys get on Batwing, by the way? Uh, no, it was not open. Yeah, like we were having a Six Flags day. Yeah, Batwing. <laughs> uh, so we've literally seen it to where there was just like one mechanic just working on it, like for two hours. Um, yeah, and even when they do run it, like I want to say half of the seats are not even on in operation. Oh, great! Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like, and when you do, when it is open, you gotta go there, like. Yeah, mm, no, I'm, I'm, I might be okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Sister Coast that Carol wins very much. So. No, I will say I don't know why, but Batwing is a there, there are clones up until the end, but Batwing. I do prefer it over that, and what was the one over, at uh, Kings Island before they got rid of it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That when they took oh, Firehawk. Yeah, Firehawk. But yeah, like I don't know. It's because it does uh, barrel rolls at the end, and it doesn't do corkscrews. That oh man, those corkscrews hurt. Like, uh, 
Yeah, especially with what sounds like every single nut and bolt on the train jiggling at the same time. <laughs> it's not a very comfortable feel. Uh, I will say, that's the only restraint I actually do not feel like I'm fully in the restraint. Well, yeah, and the fact that there's some Velcro as part of the restraint, I'm not <laughs> really okay with that. It's like, why are you giving me a restraint for a Skyflyer on a roller coaster? <laughs> not even that. It's a freaking sneaker. <laughs> I'm just afraid when I get to the top, I'm going to hear that tearing noise, and I'm going straight down. Yeah, you said they have New Balance Velcro straps. I'm done. Yeah. They have the kitty skates at the, at yeah. the skate rink. Okay. I ain't got time for that. Not on no roller coaster. Uh, so what are some of your favorite events or meetups? This is going to be even, even from a four-year-old enthusiast. All the way up until like now, like some of your like events, like the Food and Wine Festival, or even like a meetup, like the Dollywood meetup. What are some of your favorite moments and coasters that you remember? You know, I really didn't go to parks a lot again until probably starting maybe 2015, 2016. And um, I never really paid attention to what was going on. I was just there generally with other people and terrified to ride in at a big ride. So I would ride a couple of little things and then, um, you know, I don't know. Um, so I would say in the past year or two, maybe, I've done a couple, of, actually, Fright Fest at Six Flags for some reason this year was very exciting. Mm. Um, and then it was more, and I know they didn't do a whole lot, but I actually was able to enjoy it because, in fact, I just finally stopped hating on the fact that it was a fright fest at a amusement park because I really didn't understand why amusement parks did it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Until you experienced one. Yeah, but, you know, I posed with some of the um, scare actors and had them do stuff. And I could take good pictures and stuff. So it was actually a good deal. I actually got it, got really into it. So I enjoyed it a lot. And um, I guess SeaWorld's Food and Wine Festival, I'm usually not a person that eats a lot at parks. But um, the SeaWorld and Bush Gardens Parks, they do a good job with their Food and Wine Festival. Um Hollywood does as well. Ooh, we, um, went, we went during eat that. Eat some really good food at both all three of those parks. Oh man, when we went, and I got oh man, the food there at Dollywood is incredible. Yeah, I had some really good food there. I, I think I had about one and a half loaves of cinnamon bread. <laughs> I had a shrimp macaroni and cheese dish that was ridiculous. Where? Oh. It was right down the midway from. Uh, it's over in. Um, it's right across from the 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 grist mill where you get the cinnamon bread. Oh, that's what I see. Dollywood is so like you could go to that park and find new things all the time. Like, cause I didn't even know. Like, Jesus, it may not. That may not be the regular food that was served there, because I think that was part of the festival. But it was really good, though. Yeah, I had something from the skillet, and it was these street tacos. Oh, yeah. The skillet is good. Oh, yeah, man. I like the skillet. Oh, yeah. I was recommending that from uh, homies on Twitter, and 
could not I cannot thank them enough. Like, now they recently changed it because previously they used to do like uh sausages with potatoes and veggies like um oh. uh like home fries. But oh they, my god. And they cooked it all in a skillet together. And man, when I tell you it was ridiculous, but I, they don't do it anymore. They changed it. No. But it was really good. I'm petitioning to get that back because that. Mm. <laughs> nah, I need that back. As soon as yeah, I get veggies too. Real good. It was in that same place you're talking about the skillet because they used to cook it. And it was on the right side if you're coming from. Uh, coming from Tennessee Tornado and walking through there, mm-hmm. it would it would have been on the right side, and I don't, I forgot what was on the other side, but I was fully into the sausage that was on the right side. Yeah, like I I don't necessarily get food in the park unless I have a meal plan or I'm at a park that's known for its food. So I went out of my way at Dollywood, and I was I was exceeded expectations. And at Bush, I normally don't get the any food or anything, but only time I do is during food and wine, because I do agree like that's when they step it up. Act like I wish a lot of that would just be on their meals, like they have specialty items instead of having to wait for April <laughs> till June just to get it. Like, like I, I get that's how they sell passes too, because Will he, are, he yeah. took full advantage. You would see him every day getting his one of them obviously be lamb chops, but. Get another meal trying out. And yeah. You mean we enjoys lamb chops? Oh, he, he always be getting the lamb chops going into uh <laughs> that's like one of his main meals at the food and wine at Bush Gardens. Oh I know. I think I've seen like eight videos of him eating lamb chops. I was being sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So the man loves his lamb chops. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I can't even think of how many things are there. I try something new all the time, but I just know generally everyone loves the lamb chops. It's not just him. So I actually just had some for the first time uh, last week. A buddy of mine's grilled some, and they were pretty good. It was a different taste for me. I'm one of those um, food texture type people, and it was a little bit off for me in, in the first couple of bites. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm gonna make it through. And um, I managed to make it through because it it was. It was seasoned well, and it was it was you know cooked well on the grill, and it was it was um pretty tender. No, you you you're like I don't know, and you look through it, it's already you already see the bone. There's only two bites left. Like, oh, man, that's pretty tasty. Yeah, man. yeah, it didn't yeah it didn't last very long. <laughs> Even though I started off nibbling at it. Uh, I mean, I'm not way too with food. I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I like I like making sure. I know I like it type of stuff, you know. So I do want to try things, but I I am a little picky in what I will try, I guess, at the same time. Uh, so Second here. now the last of all of this, what is, would you say, some of your hottest takes or stuff you like stuff you see around? Opinions you see flying around, you just do not agree. You, you oh, one I hot, don't agree with, or no, it could be stuff, anything, like any hot take you have. It could be. Oh well, my hottest take that everybody gets upset with me, and it might be uh, that I'm a homer, but I think that Goliath is the best being them hyper. You see, the thing is, 
I hear that a good bit. Yeah. But it, but it can be hot. It too. is not fuss rattle, but it ain't that bad. It just feels like a big wooden coaster, only it's still. It's got a little bit of grumble to it, and I like that about it. I mean, I hear it's the most intense one, so. That Helix, that down with Helix, man. And those last three bunnies, and then that little, that little janky part right at the break, man. That's not on any other BNM. For real? That is very unique. That that didn't come from the AI part of BNM. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who was working in, in the studio that day, but he needs to be commended and he needs to do more work for them. So basically, that was before the the computer revolution, the robot the robot <laughs> revolution and takeover of B&M. Uh. Yeah, I think Darth, as a matter of fact, I think I just heard his TIE fighter swoop down. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Oh no! <laughs> top fighter just landed outside. I think he's gonna be joining us soon. <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't join us uh, for any rides we get on this weekend. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> well, you know, there's only one intimate at the park, and it's a drop tower. So. <laughs> oh yeah, acrophobia. Yeah, crazily, I rode that thing the last time I was there. Bro, I got it. I. I potentially got to get on it if everyone will be getting on it because it was hard yeah. enough to get everyone on or even a few people on drop line at Dollywood. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been on it a couple times. It's it's a lot for me. I know drop towers isn't for everyone, but yeah, that view is a, a lot. But for me, they're one of the few it, rides that. Uh, hold up. I gotta let Keith know my blower is, I think, down right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I think he's going, and I think it's down right now. Oh. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure about that. He might have more information, but... Yeah. I guess, yeah, if you have any more uh, hot takes, you think, or things you just see that you're just... Eh. Yeah, Mako is overrated. It's half a coaster. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it is overrated. I just I just think hypers are overrated, but yeah. And I don't really remember what was that ride we rode at um, Dollywood, the oh, new one, Big Bear Mountain. Yeah, I don't really remember it. <laughs> I thought Fire Chaser was better. Yeah, I would say that's the hottest take. I do love Fire Chaser. I'm not gonna lie. I got some yeah. crazy airtime. Random moments there in the reverse part, like yeah, it's just fun. It really is, it really is. So like, I I can see that, but yeah, I don't know. Big Bear Mountain was a bit blah. The onboard audio was cool. It was very smooth, but it's nothing memorable about it. Uh, well, we all know how I feel about another family coaster. About that way. Uh, well as much as I don't care for the manufacturer of that coaster you're implicating (laughs) I happen to like that coaster a a lot I think it has some built in theming just based on the layout and um, 
I like it. I like it a lot. It's a fun coaster. I would liken it to Copperhead Stripe, but with less inversions. No. Copperhead actually has positives. Thank you. A and courses. Thank you. Cheetah has a few, too. <sighs> Especially that little part where you skip over the water and you what? dart back and forth. Well, tell me when the water works, and then I'll... Well, I mean, hey, I don't have anything to do with that, but the, the water was in there the last time I wrote it, so that's something. And the fact that every time I've been to the park, the only time I really didn't get to ride is because the line was too long. It wasn't because it wasn't down, but the line was probably long because it had been down, but I was never in line when it actually went down, so I've had pretty good luck with it. You see, that's the thing, like, see, it's more to me than just the layout, right? The layout... Okay, so I wait and they see Cheetah Hunt. I see it going through over the Cheetah Pin. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is a little something-something. And you wait in that long, horrible capacity line. And you finally get on and you get that. See, that's that's my experience every time I get on Cheetah Hunt. It's a long ride, too. I don't have no problem with it. I don't understand. I don't understand (laughs) your issue. I don't know what you want. What do you want? (laughs) <laughs> the thing is, what though, is that you want out of the coast? I finally found out that it is a hot take. So at least, at least everyone in the chat could feel better knowing that everyone agrees that Cheetah Hunt is, for the most part, fine. At least Snooks uh, agrees with me, though. So I'll take that. They agree that what? <laughs> that Cheetah Hunt is uh, abhorrently mid. Cheetah Hunt is poor. And it, I just said it's basically extremely mid. Wow. <laughs> Listen, when you have Kumba and Monsu and Al Glazi there, why why am I going to Cheetah Hunt? That's basically what I'm saying. I like Cheetah Hunt. I don't care what you say, man. <laughs> hey, we have defenders, right? The whole chat is defending it, so Yeah, you the only one you the only one that is, that's against Cheetah Hunt. I don't know what your issue is. It, it's a moderate thrill family coaster with a couple of punchy launches it's cool i like it don't bother me <laughs> uh but and i guess my uh, my opinion is probably skewed because i come from a part that doesn't have any launch coasters right now i'd be happy if somebody just put me on a piece of cardboard and pushed me down the hill at this point you know i'm wondering if that could be a reason because like i don't know I I got to Maverick before Cheetah Hunt too, and considering that they're the same like train, and then they're literally Virginia is kind of a launch capital now, be thanks to Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I still think there are so many family coaches I prefer. That, that's how I put it too. So would you admit that you're launch spoiled in maybe? Uh, yes. Okay. So see, that's where the difference is. So leave Cheetah Hunt alone, man. (laughs) It's not what it is. I'll leave it alone for now. It has its fans. Yeah, me. I'm I'm okay with it. All right, Pay. I appreciate you coming on in because that's all I had for you. All right. Well, I thank you for asking me to come on. I appreciate that you took the time to think that I had something worthy of saying. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm 
really showcasing the members of BCS because we're going through the meetup. And it's a big part of my life right now. So I thought the cast would love to know and hear about what's about to go down. Because obviously, I'll be having a trip report coming from it. Because it's going to be two new places for me. And yes, sir. I welcome you to the ATL, sir. <laughs> yeah, I've been Come to Augusta. Come on in and have a good time. We about to do it. Yeah, I've been to Augusta, never been to the city of Atlanta, so. Oh, no, you got to come on in. Gee. So, Pay, where can they find you? Where can they hit you up if they want to ever talk to you about some coasters or wherever, or beat you at Aerie? Because apparently you and Brian are famous now. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm on, I'm on IG at Pay Loves Coasters, and that's loves with the UBS. Um, Pay Loves Coasters on IG, also on YouTube, same handle. Um, I'm moderately gaining some subscribers and followers, but uh, I'm still a small time at this point. But I just put out a little bit of content, a little fun, silly stuff. Um, theme park mostly, every now and again, I might have a tangent or something else on there, but it's mainly theme park content. I didn't even see that's the thing I found out with Lauren too. I didn't even know you had a YouTube channel, so <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very small. Um I only have like seventy two subscribers, seventy three somebody else subscribed. But it was mainly there because um I used to put a lot of music playlists together and mm. so okay. I had those subscribers. I never really knew I had a channel, but I realized that those people had been watching or being on my channel or subscribe because of the playlist because that was really all that I had on, on it was like different music playlists and um so I guess they didn't they don't hate coasters they didn't leave or unsubscribe so they're still there and uh, a couple few have added on <laughs> they go ahead and give so what was it again on YouTube um pay loves coasters all together and um loves is l-u-v-s Pay Loves Coasters on Instagram and on YouTube. Alright. So yeah, that is... Go ahead and give that a follow then. That's a subscribe. And... Yeah, if you want to shout out anything or anyone, the floor is yours for that. Just want to shout out to the BCS family and say y'all the best coaster group. And it's more than a coaster group. It is a family. And um, I've really enjoyed my eight months with you guys and um look forward to more fun coaster trips and meeting some new members and just um you know letting the group grow from within as well as um adding new members whenever the time arises and um it's exciting and you um, know i've had nothing but fun and i'm loving it that is perfect perfect way to close this on out because you already know where to find us on Instagram at the High Rollers DMV, and now on Twitter at the High Rollers C because Twitter's dumb and has a very limited character count for your username. Uh, but go ahead and follow us on Spotify to keep up, and Apple Music or Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and if you're on YouTube, uh, go ahead and subscribe uh, at West Tower. If you want to see in a video format which soon there will be videos actual cams with rc and i's face but thank you all for listening to these two minisodes if you made it all the way through all the content this week 
Y'all are the real homies, for real. Uh, this stuff's important for me to highlight. Juneteenth and the Coaster family meetup. This is my most anticipated, like, meetup for the year. So, y'all, I cannot wait to tell y'all about all when we get back. So, take care, stay cool, and stay homie out there. And peace out.